This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. So continuing my conversation with brands of kombucha in Mexico, where I recently visited, I'm very pleased this morning to have on the phone Marcelo, who's the founder of Babita Vida. This is the brand that I found uh, a number of years ago in the big store, uh, La Coma in Puerto Vallarta. And it's really good to talk with you. How are you doing, Marcelo? Very good. And you, Ian? Yeah, I'm good. It's, uh, it's uh, a little chillier up here now in the San Francisco area than the weather I enjoyed when I was down there. And it was very, uh, very pleasing that uh, the one brand that I've enjoyed drinking in my visits to Puerto Vallarta for the last number of years has been Bebida Vida. You were you in the big market called La Coma that uh, we shop in. A lot of uh, gringo visitors go there. Um, and so obviously you distribute from, I believe you're based in Monterrey, Nuevo León in northern Mexico. But uh, let's go to the beginning. When, when did you start the company? How long ago did you found Bebida Vida? Um, Ian, I started Bebida Viva at the, begin- at the end of 2018, at the beginning of 2019. Okay. And, and so just uh, really um, six years ago now, maybe five years ago, and your, um, what, what, was, what was your history before that? Had you been brewing kombucha at home? How did you find out about what, what were you uh, planning? Uh, why did you plan to move into commercial kombucha? Well, I, I, I graduated in 2012 from SMU in Dallas. So I was pretty familiar with uh, kombucha, right? Uh, in those days, it was mostly GT. And um, when I moved to Mexico, when I moved back home, I worked at uh, PepsiCo Frito-Lay for about uh, three years. And after that, I could never find kombucha here in Mexico. I mean, the, those days, it was pretty much non-existent. So what I did back then was um, I knew this brand in Dallas called Holy Kombucha. And what I did with them was we made a distribution agreement where I would distribute kombucha. I would buy kombucha from them in Dallas, bring it over to Mexico, distribute here in Mexico because we didn't have any brand. And I love their brand, their, their flavors, their image. It, it was just perfect. So that was my first incursion with kombucha and with actually brewing it. So we started importing the holy kombucha, and after a while, we realized that, hey, there really is a market for kombucha in Mexico. So we made this deal with them where we could actually have a facility down in Mexico that would make holy kombucha. So we we made holy kombucha here in Mexico for about, um, I think it was one or two years. We really started growing. And after that, we got to a point where the market was growing, the brand was growing, but they were also growing a lot in Texas. They were becoming really big. So we, we reached this agreement where they said, hey, we're really growing in Texas. We want to concentrate in Texas. And I said, well, I want to concentrate in Mexico. So we reached this uh, amicable agreement where we separated. And there's, there's when I started De Vida Viva. Okay, that's uh, that's very interesting. Is it fair to say then, I've not 
drunk, I've not tasted holy kombucha myself. If you bought, if you, if somebody was to taste holy kombucha and Babita Vida, did you use the same process then, or did you develop a a different flavor, a different taste, a, a, a different kind of kombucha, or is it pretty much what you had been fermenting uh, with their agreement I, I, before you separated? Yeah, at the beginning it was pretty much alike, but since it's uh, been seven, uh, well, six years, our scobies have matured, our scobies have changed. Right now our, our profile is different. Also, we have different flavors now, so even though the brand, I, I still go uh, to Dallas a lot, I still buy it a lot, it's, it's, I, I love it, our profile has changed a lot. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's, that's wonderful to, to hear that it was really a, a form of cooperation between you and the brand in North America that led to you establishing the Vida Vida. And as a visitor to Mexico, um, I have been to Puerto Vallarta where we have friends for five or six years. And, you know, there probably there are other smaller kombuchas I've discovered in the sort of the side streets in small quantities where people have a cafe and they make some. But every time I go to the big market, and it is a very large uh, grocery store as well as selling home goods, uh, La Coma is known, uh, I think, across the country. I found another one in Guadalajara, and you're in the cooler. So how... How did you get so big? <laughs> what, what was your path from uh, selling, uh, presumably when you started, there was a growing demand for holy kombucha. You met that. Um, did it take, um, I mean, a lot of investment? Did you, start, did, you, how, you know, did you start with just you, or was there a whole team of people that you hired to, to, kick, to start the company? The first batches we made here of holy kombucha, I made myself. So at the beginning, the facility here in Mexico, it was only me and, and two people I hired, and we would do everything, the brewing process, uh, the, the flavoring process, everything we would do it ourselves. And after that, we, we started growing. And one of the good things that we had with, our, with Holy Kombucha was that we had to adhere to all their quality and assurance guidelines. So we really learned from the very beginning, how to make good quality kombucha that adheres to all the guidelines and all the laws in the U.S., in the USA. So we were really, uh, from the beginning, really had a, a lot of quality. And I started with, with two people, and then we started growing. Our first big client he, here in, in Mexico was HEV. With HEV, I'm, I'm not sure any of you know it, but if you're in California, it's a, a big supermarket in Texas, but it's okay. also here in Mexico. It's, uh, it's also here in Mexico. And then after ATV, we entered Grupo La Comer, which is the, the one you know in Puerto Vallarta, La Comer. They also have city markets and Fresco. And then we just started growing from there. We, we then went to Walmart and then to Al Super and Casalei, Soriana. We are pretty much now in Mexico in all the big retail chains. So it was just a, a gradual process. Uh, yes, when I started the Vida Viva, we did take in some, some investment. Um, and that's the way we changed our facilities to the one where I'm at right now, which is our facilities, facilities in Santa Catarina. And as we have been growing and growing and growing, we have taken in more investment. So it has been a process. 
but it has been a, a good process since um, we're actually right now at, at a full capacity and we're actually taking in new investments since the, the demand is growing at a faster rate that we can produce. Well, that's, a, that's, that's good to hear. I mean, I, I think um, on Booch News, the blog I've had for five years, I, I've recently posted in the last couple of years about the explosion of kombucha in Spain. And I've seen it with the country. I grew up in England where five years ago there wasn't as much. It sounds like you were at the right place at the right time. So how many, how many people are there now in the company? And uh, also, if you can share it, I mean, you say you have a big facility operating at capacity. What kind of volume are you talking about in, I don't know, liters or bottles or um, yes. and how many people? So, so, so right now we are 20 people. That, that's, that's Baby Da Viva. Between um, administrative jobs and uh, the factory, we are 20 people. And right now our volume is at 80,000 bottles per month. 80,000 bottles of, um, let's say, 12 ounces or 377 milliliters. And our full capacity is 90,000 bottles. So we are, we're producing 80,000 right now, but we're scheduled to hit 90,000 bottles by April. That's amazing. Wow, that's from just having, uh, you know, the, the, the original holy kombucha bottle that you drank when you were in college and... You found GTs to to now uh, meeting that growing demand in Mexico. That's wonderful. And I, I I've seen I put it on my Instagram. Uh, my my most recent visit uh, was just last month in January. And of course you had your 377 milliliter um, in five or six flavors. But you've now introduced the 500 milliliter larger bottle. Um, and you've called them calm, defense, energy with uh, supplements in them. Let's start with the smaller bottles. How many flavors are you producing now these days? We have between uh, our, our, our regular line and our in and outs, we have about 12 flavors. But our normal flavors, the one that we produce every, every month, or like, um, I don't know how you say it, like the ones we have uh, all year, we have seven flavors. But we do in and out where if you go, for example, to La Comer in Puerto Vallarta in December, we have some, we have flavor for Christmas. If you go in summer, we have flavor for summer. So we do that with various clients and other clients have their exclusive flavors. So between all of that, we're producing about 12 flavors uh, every month. And then the newer ones, uh, when did you introduce these larger bottles uh, with, the, with the flavors we, like Calm? energy yeah we introduced them and i think it was in september september 2023 and and those have supplements in them or additional uh, vitamins is that how how you describe it yes yeah for example the one you said first calm calm has l-thenine so so it it helps the the person who is drinking it to, to feel a little less stressed. We also have the one energy, which has uh, yerba mate or, or mate tea. And the one that we call defense has echinacea and zinc, which will help whomever drinks it to have a little more immunity in them. Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 uh, the market's growing. You maybe going to take a more investment, move to a yet larger facility and, um, 
it seems like, well, is it safe to say you are the largest brand in Mexico? I know there are any number of other small regional ones, but you, do you distribute across the whole country from Monterrey? I mean, certainly Puerto Vallarta is way on the other side of the country on the coast. Uh, I mean, we like to say we are the, the biggest brand in Mexico since, as you just said, we distribute everywhere. We, we sell here in Monterey, we sell in Puerto Vallarta, we sell in Cancun, in Tulum, in Mexico City, in Guadalajara, in Los Cabos. So we pretty much sell everywhere. But as you just mentioned also, there's a ton here in Mexico of little brands. So it's a highly fragmented market. So right now, we, maybe we are the biggest brand because we're everywhere, but there is still a, a lot, a lot, a lot of brands, little brands that are growing. And as the future, as the market matures, it will be our job to consolidate ourselves as the, as the market leaders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, and I think it's fair to say in, in the U.S., even, you know, California, where GT started, has the big brands. It has GT's Health Aid uh, and others, Better Booch, and those have the distribution in all of the U.S. Um, but I personally think that, uh, you know, having a number of small brands is good. People can, you know, taste the, the local one. Um, it's obviously a big step for a small brand to find a distributor and get the investment to grow. Um, but um, I guess what I'm, what other another question which I think you're very well uh, positioned to answer is, what do you hear from consumers? I mean, who 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 is the the typical? Is there a typical Mexican consumer? Do you find more? Uh, it's something that young people are embracing. Uh, is it? What what have you what are you hearing from the market in terms of who's buying your kombucha? That Ian is, is is a very interesting question and it's one that we're still still trying to answer ourselves. As the market for kombucha in Mexico is just really beginning, it's just starting to grow. We're beginning to see the real growth. We saw it last year. We're beginning to see this year, and since we are the market leaders and we're in a constant, um, we're constantly educating people. We find out new consumers all the time. So, for example, we always thought that our consumer was somebody between 25 and 45 years old, um, maybe 70% women, and then the rest uh, males. But we have, we're beginning to find out. For example, we were in a trade show in Mexico City in November, and the amount of people that were plus 60 years old that would just come and say, hey, we love your kombucha, hey, we love the probiotics, we love it, we love it, really grabbed us by surprise. Also kids. So kids would come by and say, like, hey, we love your watermelon flavor, can we have some? And as we continue to grow, as we continue to find out more about our consumers, we are constantly surprised because this box that we put ourselves in is beginning to, to get bigger and bigger. So if you ask me who is your consumer right now, that is something we're still learning, we're still pivoting in order to really find out who is drinking kombucha. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, 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 I think it was sort of classically thought of, I, I call them like the yoga practitioner, vegetarian, uh, you know, health food person was the classic consumer. And as you might know, there's there's a, in marketing, uh, I used to cut work in the computer business, there's what they call the early adopters, and then there's the mainstream. Of course, there's people who will never drink it, who 
never going to give up their Coca-Cola or something. But I think you're right. It's not just uh, the 25-year-old woman who goes to yoga. It's uh, older people. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 70s, and I've been drinking it for 15 years. And I think it's great for health as well as being a refreshing alternative to what, frankly, I think most people would accept in Mexico. Uh, there's a lot of very sweet soda sold, and uh, this is a very refreshing and healthy alternative. So any other um, thoughts you can share for the future now? You're looking to grow. Um, is it um, pretty much just uh, you, you can't like you're running to keep up with the demand? Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, we, we are running to keep, to keep up from demand, which is, a, how you say, a happy problem, right? And yeah. um, so right now, what the future holds for us, Ian, I think is we want to continue to grow. We want to continue to be a leaders, to consolidate the market. We have to con- continue. Since we pretty much started the market. We have to continue educating the consumer on what kombucha is, what, what it isn't, what, what, what it's for, and, and all that. And also, we just want to keep growing, consolidate, and maybe in the future, and maybe two to three years, maybe try out at exporting to, to the United States. Because uh, a funny thing, our best store, the one that sells the most in all Mexico, sells maybe 30 bottles per day, is the one you go to. It's La Comer Puerto Vallarta, no Vallarta. Because as you say, it's full of, of tourists. It's full of, of people from out of Mexico so what we're finding out is that, hey, our kombucha can really compete with, with the ones that we have in the United States. And maybe if we produce in Mexico, we can really offer uh, something with maybe a lower price, but it has the same quality and has really, really good flavors. That's uh, well. That's quite a that's quite funny to hear that uh, I, I coincidentally did shop at uh, what is your largest store, Calacoma Puerto Vallarta. So some days, if you say thirty bottles a day, boy, I, I must have I, I came away with five or six or seven, even ten bottles one day. So I was buying a third of your projects that that day. Um, yeah, yeah. It's well. This has been wonderful talking with you, Marcelo, and uh, good luck. Uh, growing and continuing to uh, bring uh, kombucha to the consumers in Mexico across the country. Thank you, Ian, and thank you very much for the time. One thing that, that I didn't mention that, that I wanted to mention just to you because you are a consumer is that here in Bebida Viva, since I, I mentioned earlier, we learned how to do kombucha a certain kind of way. We have maintained that, and we, we, for, for us, quality and assurance is maybe our, our top, top value or, or top thing that we're interested on. So we have uh, certifications, worldwide certifications in our facilities on how we make kombucha, on HACCP and everything. So I just want to let you know and our consumers know that when they drink the Via Viva, they are really drinking the best quality kombucha they can find. I agree. It was very, it was very uh, pleasant to drink and, and seemed very much the authentic kombucha that, uh, you know, people who can distinguish one brand, uh, one uh, production from the other uh, appreciate. So thanks again for, the, for spending time with us. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.